This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old boy lesbian, for now. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can follow us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Hello again, hungover people. How are you guys doing? <laughs> That's the correct response. Uh, make some noise for the McEwens that everybody saw on the Holy Brunch. Jesus Christ. Uh, so this is the new thing we're doing this year. Last year, we, we kicked off the brunch, and that was the, the first daytime programming we did. This year, we decided to add podcasts, so there's going to be two podcasts coming up. The first one is uh, birth right here in Austin, Texas. It's goddamn hilarious. Uh, some of you are familiar, of course, with Ava Smart. Who saw Ava's uh, set last night? Yeah, so you know a little bit for what you're in for. And uh, one of my favorite comics is her co-host, uh, which is uh, Ariel Isaac. <laughs> uh, Norman, sorry. Ariel Isaac Norman. My brain froze for a minute. Makes a noise for Ariel Isaac Norman, everybody. And together they are the Gender Fluids Podcast. Makes a noise for Gender Fluids, everybody. No, that's amazing. I love that he messed up my name. Everyone just messes up my name uh, all the time, and it's the best thing. It's like when people don't know what gender I am. That's what I want, is for y'all to be confused. Except so. la- last night at a show, you got called Austin Ariel Norman, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is my old name. Y'all, these are people I've known for months or years. My name was Ariel Norman, for my, and then I added my middle name into my stage name, and so now they're supposed to say Ariel Isaac Norman, and the mistakes that are made are beautiful. Hilarious. <laughs> I cannot get enough of them, so. Ah, what's up? How are y'all doing? Good? Yeah? Tight? I'm doing great. I, like, was panicking trying to get a drink before, like, I got up here because I have cotton mouth real bad. And there was like a long line. I didn't want to be a bitch and just like cut the line. So I ran to the green room and all there was was just like straight flavored vodka everywhere. And I was like, I guess we're having one of those afternoons then. And so I just have like a giant glass of vodka right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and I woke up this morning hungover and I, and I was having that whole like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not doing that again. That stuff's so sugary. And yet three hours later. <laughs> this is the just... difference between, we both have cotton mouth and her solution is straight flavored vodka and mine is two waters. <sighs> Some of us know how to live life. <laughs> Anywho. I'm also your elder. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? What's up with you? I'm good. I do have a small complaint from our life. Um, <laughs> we do live together, by the way. Um, so, yeah, much like in our home, I'm freezing up here and wearing a jacket. Um, <laughs> but also, okay, so Ava has, like, a, a hotation of trans girls. Would you say that's... No, not a hotation. I Do just... y'all know what a hotation is? Did y'all watch Insecure or whatever? I just have, like, in the last two weeks, gone on, like, dates with, like, a variety of different trans girls. But they're not, like, in any sort of rotation yet, you know? There's been a rhythm in my experience. Well, you, you, well, you have to give everybody their due time, so there's a, nat- a natural rhythm might form, but it's not, like, a schedule, you know? Yeah. Where it's like um, I hang out with heavy metal trans girl and then like a week goes by and then I hang out with like, you know, uh, 
cool, cute yeah, Latina trans it's not girl. a science. Yeah, it's, it's more like astrology. How yeah. you're okay. Anyway, point being, one of <laughs> one of them, I can't keep their names straight anyway, but um, one of them the other day left the toilet seat up. <laughs> one of the one of her trans women girlfriends left the toilet seat up in this lesbian home. <laughs> Which is also something that Ava did, like when we first were friends. She came into me. I was my... fucking drunk. <laughs> but it was... that's the thing. If I've been drinking, it's like I, I might sit down for comfort, but I also might just want to like, uh, and like bend back. But then, and, like... if you were in the home of lesbians, it was me and my wife at the time. <laughs> it was like, you, you put the toilet seat back down. Anyway, so I got nothing. That was back when your handshake was too strong too. You know, we were. <laughs> we were learning so I got to be the one to teach Ava to put the fucking toilet seat down you didn't teach I was housebroken before that <laughs> I guess but anyway so one of your friends uh, left the toilet seat up which was I was like that's funny it's been a few years since I've but it also just revealed just the enormous like spray of diarrhea shit all <laughs> because we never no one in our household lifts the Dude, toilet I've seat caught, and we all have IBS and shit <laughs> There's a lot of like plant-based, like half the time diet, half the time just raw meat. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have some wild shits in our house. You're omnivorous. Although yeah. I have on a couple of occasions like tried to scrub. Like as you walk into the bathroom, you can see like one side underneath the toilet, and I'll clean that before yeah. somebody comes over just so they don't see the shit. But I'm so fucking lazy. All, I, all it takes is me going the other like part of the way around the bowl to fix that. But I'm just like, nah, it's good. <laughs> I can just leave it. Yeah, I have not looked underneath our toilet since we moved in. Yeah, well, I know. You've literally never cleaned the toilet once in all the years we've lived together, Ava. No, I have twice. I did twice in the last place. We've lived together for like two and a half years, (laughs) y'all. This is why we need... If anybody's interested in living in Austin, we're looking for uh, like a domesticated sub. Yeah. If anyone gets off on doing chores, We would um, love for you to clean our toilet naked. Seriously. Yeah, if you want to be naked, Or wearing whatever you want. Full leather, full latex you, you live your dream and hopefully you're into being made fun of because that's yeah. what I want to do <laughs> well, I can't like take it sexually seriously but I can make fun of you if you're into that if you want me to tell you you have a little dick while we while you clean the toilet that would be great perfect <laughs> also it's like I would like you know I don't think it turned me on but I get off a little bit in a power way of the idea of using the bathroom while somebody is cleaning the toilet. <laughs> you mean pooping? Just, yeah, just like ha- like you know, I had two coffees and like a first vegan in, breakfast, first out. and I'm yeah. just like, okay, I'm gonna need you to scrub, but you're not gonna get anywhere. <laughs> a Sisyphean toilet cleaning yeah. struggle. <laughs> You gotta like tag team that because you're gonna run out of poop. So I'll come in. Let me, ta- let me tap in. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep a line of vegans going so that you can. Oh man. I mean, I probably could. There are enough fucking vegans in this guy. Like, yes. Like, I didn't know that that. I mean, it makes sense that like you would put that on a dating profile because it's a pretty intense like dietary restriction unless you happen to be cool. But that's like, that is the 1% of vegans, right? Where it's uh-huh. like, oh, you didn't mention it, so I forgot. Everybody else is like on their dating profiles, like I'm a strict vegan. It's like, oh fuck. Well, 
Nope. <laughs> you don't lead with it. Even if it's you just, are a vegan, trap them into liking you first. Yeah, don't lead with that. You, yeah, but, but there's enough vegans that they find each other. There should just be an app for them, and we can get rid of them on our feeds. Called, <laughs> called what? Fagly or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I also think there should be an app for just like if you want to um, play with other people's dogs, but in a non-sexual way. <laughs> I feel like there's already maybe a sex one for that, but just if I just, <laughs> like I have a cute dog, you have a cute dog, let's just, you know, like pet, fi- pet friendster, I don't know, anyway. Tight. Something. I have a lot of ideas. If anyone knows how to actually do things, I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> nope, I didn't think so, no, not in this okay. room. Um, wait, what was I, how was I supposed to ask you? Oh, how's your festival been going? You just asked me how been. <laughs> I forgot the script. You can just ask me. No, 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 no. How's the yeah. festival been? It's been good. Last night was fun. Uh, hosting for Billy Wayne was fun. Mm-hmm. But like after my set, no, yeah, it was great. But I had like a fun, inter- for me, fun interaction after my set that hasn't happened to me in a while. Where like, you know, you get like this intense adrenaline rush, especially like when it's like sold out and you do well. And then like I'm leaving and the stage and people are like oh great set great set and I'm like yes me <laughs> just really living in that meanness and then like I go get a drink and I'm coming back up to walk past the bar back out to go smoke a cigarette and this guy turns around from the bar and he's like oh hey and I was like oh good another one and he was like I don't know if you're a boy or a girl <laughs> but you are beautiful <laughs> and I was just like Right on, thanks, man. <laughs> just like kind of kept, and just kind of kept walking. So it was like, I was, it was the biggest like, just left turn from like, I was like, I'm fixing to get another compliment. This is awesome. To like, ah, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. It's like I honestly thought of the joke you have, like where you're like, look, I don't know, like if you clap, you find me attractive, and people oh. clap. It's like it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or whatever. This if is you not find a good me... telling. Of I know, that I'm, joke. I'm just trying it's to get to it fast. It's gonna make me look like a real asshole the way you put it. No, but it's just like you know, if you clap and find me attractive, you're gay, and that dude, I just want to be like, oh, you're such a fag, dude. Like, you're just, yeah. Like, if, well, you, if you, like, compliment, like, a trans person, like, I don't know if you're a boy or a girl, but you're beautiful. It's like, you're not gay. You're just a faggot. Okay. <laughs> you're just being a faggot, right? No one's giving you gay points. You're just yeah, being a faggot. Just, okay. Oh, why'd you have to be such a faggot? I could have fucked you, but you're such a faggot. I just don't. Such a little faggot-ass bitch right now. I don't now, fuck faggots. Of... It's, it's one rule. It is. That's why I don't top sh- cis dudes. It just makes me feel yeah, like a faggot. Yeah, cis dudes are like, the faggotiest mm. of all the genders. <laughs> traumatized so easily <sighs> and like I know like cis dudes are into getting pegged and things and like some women are like it's so beautiful and powerful to watch a man not take if they a enjoy dick. it and I'm like it's it's what you look so like fucking gay to me like I can't eroticize that at all yeah the only man on man that's hot are the gay men who look straight but they have to be gay to look straight any other <laughs> just me that's fine <laughs> Oh, fuck. But that was a fun experience. It was just a nice... Brought you back down to earth. Like, the universe was like, oh, riding high on that great set. Let's just bring you back to where we started. Yeah. (laughs) But did you feel like he would have fucked you? Dude, yeah. Most people, I think, would fuck me. Hey, (laughs) clap if you would fuck Ava. (laughs) Yeah. 50%, I would say. Yeah. Solid 50 
No, I'm Sorry. sorry. It's not fair to ask them. The lights are on and everything. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, my family is here. Are they? <laughs> no. Oh. I'm talking about the people. It's like, I would, would clap, but I'm on a date. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I just love asking audiences like impossible questions, <laughs> like the morale, like what should you do? You're trying to do the liberal math on whether to clap for that or not. I just love putting uh, y'all through that. I got, I, I went from having an amazing set to a terrible set the other night because uh, I decided to talk about uh, bulimia uh, in an impromptu way. There's this girl. Uh, <laughs> no, no jokes prepared. So let's just go into bulimia. Well, I had a funny thought, but or what I thought was a funny thought. Because, like, there was this girl, uh, Shauna Ross from Denver, who was in town and did, did jokes in, uh, about, like, transitioning to be a white woman and, like, trying out white things after she, like, found her, like, 23 and me had, like, 1%, like, you know, something <laughs> in it. And, and so it was, like, tight. Like, that's, that's hilarious. And she, in that, she talked about, like, uh, trying out bulimia. And so, like, when I went up, I was like, I also recently begun transitioning to be a white woman. <laughs> and definitely have been on the whole bulimia kick, and it is beautiful, right? And just, like, started talking about that. But here's the, but it's, like, it's a real thing where it's, like, the whole, uh, now that I'm, like, a woman and, like, trans... <laughs> Did you just put woman in quotes? Yeah. <laughs> what are we to do with that? I don't know. I was just tossing it out there. <laughs> But, like, now that I'm, like, on the other side of this, there are, like, certain, like, cultural things, like, amongst women that I'm, like, getting used to. Like, the, like, breeze with which people are just, like, yeah, I haven't eaten in a couple days. And I'm, like, me either. Isn't it awesome? Like, why? Well, fasting is good for you. I know that. Well, okay, the intermittent fasting thing, people are, like, I intermittent fast. It's, like, oh, so you're anorexic. It's, like, no, no, no. It's just, like, I, I schedule my meals with science and math. It's, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Put whatever science and math on top of it. If, are you barely eating once a day? You're anorexic. That is like that's the it definition. Dep- it of it all depends right? on how you do it. I just um, think it's funny that like cis straight dudes had to come up with like a mathy science way right. to explain anorexia. No, totally. way. It's like I'm not fucking gay. Okay, I just intermittently fast. I'm not anorexic like the Olsen twins. You know, it's not me. Yes, that's but it true. Is. It's like the audience like anorexia much like you is people, very Olsen twins. <laughs> weren't into. The idea that, like, hey, if you just, like, don't eat for a little bit, your stomach flattens out a little bit. It's kind of nice. <laughs> well, there's that. But also, just for health reasons, it actually it turns out to be quite healthy to occasionally do an actual fast for 24 hours Dude, or something. I saw this headline where this pastor died <laughs> trying to beat. What? He tried to fast longer than oh. Jesus and died. <laughs> Hubris, ladies like, and gentlemen. Jesus like, bitch, please. I'm the How OG long would he, faster. I'm gonna beat Jesus. It was like, what a Jesus dick. fasted for 30 days, and I think he died at like 29 or something or 20. Oh, so he didn't yeah. even make it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even make it. Didn't come close to beating Jesus. <laughs> There's something beautiful. No, I love him dying. Jesus was 30 days or 40. He was 40, right? 40 days. Okay, nice. maybe the pastor died at 30 then. I love the idea that the pastor pastor died at 39. Like that, that he was like, God was like, nope, you, oh, you're really going to do this? And kills him right at the last. <laughs> God's like, look, like, no disrespect, like, I can't let you beat my son's record. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah, it's like God's like the disrespectful parent at the Little League game, like, fucking no one put my kid back in. Yeah. Well, it's just like, dude, what are you trying to prove <laughs> by beating Jesus? <laughs> Who is this helping? Uh, was it for like trans rights or anything? Was it no, like a, who wasn't at all. Like a cause? 
<laughs> to end war or something useful, or was he just doing it? I think he was just a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, it's so egotistical. That's a dude hoping for a headline, you know? It's like, oh, beats Jesus. It's like, congratulations. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't give a shit. I guess there are someone in the religious community that might make him an Instagram there been religious monks influencer. Who didn't eat for years or something. You know what I mean? He'd like, write a book for sure. How I fasted longer than Jesus. Right. I'm just saying. Fasting other, for I think, dummies. I think that like Buddhists have been beating that record for millennia. Yeah. Like it's not even a record. Well, their history doesn't Jesus count doesn't to us. So. Well, that's what I was saying. It is the most like. <laughs> Well, the West okay. <laughs> is embarrassing ourselves again. That's fine. Um, okay, so I guess I was like on Instagram today yeah. just for a second, and then I saw it was like a, a trans dude and a trans girl were in like their athletic attire, and they they had like hashtag trans people should play sports or something, you know, because there's an issue about. Y'all, are y'all aware of this? Clap if you're aware that, of the, like, the issue of trans people and So sports. essentially what it is, is like some people, there's a big, like, like where, how much of an effect do your hormones have on your athletic ability? So like if I was like to go join a women's rugby league, like it, could I like fuck somebody up? Because I used to be a dude, right? There's like a trans MMA fighter who beat the shit out of this girl. She fucking broke her skull. And it it's happened a lot of times. I'm not arguing against my people, but I think that's a pretty solid argument. That <laughs> These are there real questions. There might be some differences, you guys. But I feel like I have a solution. <laughs> yeah, I love Which it. <laughs> is just, what if we just have trans people just play, trans women and men just play each other? Yeah. We just battle it out. Trans women teams versus trans men teams. <laughs> when we see who's stronger just there. Just meeting in the middle, right? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all aren't into that at all? That doesn't sound like the most loving, adorable sports network. And then non-binary people can choose which team they play for. Or just... (laughs) If you identify as non-binary, you do have to cheerlead. No, they're the referees in the middle. They're the refs. Oh, you're right. (laughs) They're all about the rules. They're for sure the referees. Which is why I can't identify as one of them. I'll just play on... Uh, <laughs> what team do I play on there? Whatever. <laughs> you can be the commentator and apathetically yeah. commentate on sports you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Okay. Can uh, everybody have their fucking like pronouns on their jersey? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just make it real gay. No last names, just pronouns. People will make up so many new pronouns just to Dude, put them yeah, on their jersey that'd for be attention. Thing. Like. Like how like football players have like signature celebratory moves, you know, like feed me and shit, like mm-hmm. which is just kinky. When he's like, mm, feed me, I'm like, yeah, daddy, I will. <laughs> that beard, um, <laughs> just grab it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, like I think it'd be a cool thing where instead of like celebratory dances, uh, we would like come up with like bitchin' pronouns that we would then try and popularize and that would be like your form of like trans athletic branding is like if you could get your pronoun to to be more popular than everybody else. That's good. We should have some kind of thing to see if anyone... Why not introduce the free market Free market into pronouns. See if we can get something better. You're so right. That is the only way to solve the pronoun thing is if we get... You guys don't think about this as much as we do. That's fine. It's not that I don't want there to be a gender neutral pronoun. They're fine as a placeholder but it's like they're... We are some creative motherfuckers. We have to be able to come up with something cool and original, but it's just like millions of us are just like, nah, <laughs> we got nothing. Nothing let's, better than like they, them. Yeah, let's just be lazy about it. The closest I've seen at work is there's uh, 
Star Wars like extended universe like book series <laughs> book series called Aftermath, and in it there's a there's a pi- human pirate named Eliodimar Canavra, and that uses <laughs> that uses the pronouns G and Gier. No, uh, and I like I well I did. It didn't. I don't like the way it looks written, but I also listened to the Z-H audiobook. Or so, no, it's Z I R Z. Yeah, no, just the Z. But it's pronounced when they did it in the audiobooks. He said G and Jir, and it like that. Like, but that wouldn't work well. I don't think with like deep South accents, where it's like J and Jir. Jir. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think there's a good one yet. We're not clever enough. Whatever. I do feel depressed about it every day. Anyway. I do like the idea of like there being a trans sports league, but it having to be trans men versus trans women. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't needs, know who would win. But it depends it, on the sport. It just needs to be a little reductive. Like, it would be cool, because we need some struggle still, so, like, they can fight for it to be co-ed, but we can be, like, the backwards <laughs> founders of this league. It's like, no! We are Never. staying separate. <laughs> we'll, build, we'll build our own social justice struggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this was how America was started. <laughs> Just I don't know what that means, but okay. I don't either. Um, okay, so the other day, <laughs> the other day, uh, it occurred to me that there ought to be CBD tampons by now, considering yeah. considering every other product. Um, and I looked it up, so I just typed in CBD tampons, and um, and I actually accidentally typed in CBS tampons, and yet. It immediately gave me the auto-populated result, CBD tampons and Frank. Yes. <laughs> what? That was like the only fucking result. It turns out... <laughs> it turns out some one person has started a CBD-infused tampon business, and it is inspired by Anne Frank. <laughs> you can hide your little... It's okay. The jokes write themselves. It's, yes, but okay, it's because... And I don't know whether I really knew this or not, because it's kind of familiar to me, but in Anne Frank's diary, um, apparently, you know, she was writing at one point, you know, she starts her period, and she talks about it with, like, with excitement, because she says, even though it's super inconvenient, like, in this situation, (laughs) to have a period, I still get kind of excited when it's happening, because it's, like, the secret, and the secret of womanhood or something. And that was so ahead of its time, because it wasn't until, like, 1965 that doctors finally, like, checked and found out it wasn't diseasey period blood <laughs> we didn't even think to test it or whatever until 65 and then they're like oh bible's wrong it's clean <laughs> and Anne frank was sitting there like a badass 30 years earlier being like i like my period and so anyway it's a happy ending to the cbd tampon and frank <laughs> i didn't know uh, where result it was gonna go i was like why why Anne frank i was like were they getting high while they were hiding yeah, and it seemed like it was what... going to be horrible, but it was beautiful, so. Okay. That's really Round of applause inspiring. for the CBD, tampon, and Frank, Frank. people. <laughs> uh, is it like an Aunt Jemima's type thing where it's like, <laughs> and Frank's? <laughs> they just use her face. Her Hide face is tampon. on the cover of, like, the wrapper you peel Hide it off. Hide your tampons <laughs> in comfort. <laughs> Relax, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't y'all glad you came out at one o'clock or two o'clock on the Saturday for this? Oh. oh, it's been a good thing. Oh fuck, there's this other thing. So, uh, we've been read. Uh, we sometimes like we just talk about ourselves, and sometimes we're just like, dude, it's been a wild time in the news. And this happened a year ago, 
But I just saw the news story because in some trans like Facebook group, right? That was posted. So there was this school having a school like One shooting. Of their shooters, shooter drills that they have. Yeah, nowadays. like a dr- you know, oh, there's a someone here with a gun. Let's all go hide, right? And so what they did were they they took what the boys to one section to hide and the girls to one section to hide but there was a trans girl there in this middle school and they didn't know where to hide her <laughs> so they just left her outside <laughs> oh talk about getting rid of our people <laughs> like well you're confusing enough maybe he'll miss <laughs> well honestly if it ever happens and they go they're going to try to look for large populations of people so the trans kids probably gonna be safe yeah. By themselves. You or maybe the shooter would be like, no, you got it hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> and then walks past them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, my life's bullshit, clearly, but you've s- got something else going on. <laughs> yeah, does anyone ever talk about how many people have been saved because they were trans and a school shooter didn't shoot, <laughs> shoot them? <laughs> like, the, like, yeah, that would be an interesting sociological study. Like, how many of the people did the gunman point the gun at, but then go like, oh, you, they call you a fag all the time, too. So, like... I'm looking for the other ones. Dude, every time there was a school shooting when I was a kid, which wasn't that often back then, um, but there would always be like a story that there had been a Mormon kid who the gunman had pointed the gun at. This, like in Columbine, I remember the start, the, they pointed the gun at, and then he was like, nah, you were always kind to me. And then went along. Now, that was probably fucking true. Mormons are pretty kind. Pretty nice. But I was always like, we, you know, so we had like a nice story though to be like, we won't get killed. And that is <laughs> part of the way the gun laws never happen. So. <laughs> Mormons aren't big gun people though. No. And we but... should be. We all need to arm. I don't know if y'all are. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Stock I just up love, on some water. Like, how did that debate go? Like, because there, there had to have been at least one like adult making that decision, probably two to three going like, we have this middle school trans girl here. <laughs> Which locker room do we send her to to not get shot? And like, eventually the drill's going on and like someone's gonna have to go because they have a responsibility elsewhere and somewhere else has to go. And like, there had to be at least like one oh, adult. Like here. I would pay money for the moment just to see that adult be like, and just like, leave. You're on your own. Yeah, That had to sense. have happened. Like a child just doesn't get left without somebody leaving them, right? Well, this story doesn't That's make sense. That's art. Like if you could video that, oh my God. <laughs> Top to bottom though, I don't understand. I don't, like we did fire drills and shit when I was a kid. We never separated the boys and the girls. Yeah, Why are this we is being probably separated? an ass-fuck whatever, you know, t- small town. Right, I guess. It's like, yeah, why they need to hunker down because it's going to be <laughs> where it's going to be too long that the active shooter thing's happening. We don't want none of those kids fucking while the shooters are in the school. <laughs> During the two-hour lockdown. Keep those genders yeah. separate. Doesn't, yeah. You, everybody knows most teen pregnancies happen in the middle of mass shootings. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm actually if a mass do... shooting baby. I'm yeah, a... that's hot. <laughs> I'm a spring baby. I'm a mass shooting baby. I happen. Metal, as I <laughs> in the locker it. room at PS113. <laughs> Was that Arthur's school? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the little art mark? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that fucking show is like an early. I might like being into animated animals thing for me, right? Like it was I, cute. They were all cute. Yeah. Right. I like how like we like to pretend like none of us ever fantasized about fucking those preteen like anthropomorphized animals. <laughs> but like for sure we all did. Like some of us were like, 
Oh, that little like aren't mm, fucking face. I'm and... totally more of a humanoid person. Um, well, but... they've got arms and legs. No, it's I just know, face, but I thought about it. I would masturbate. Arthur has a dick, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I would. <laughs> I would masturbate thinking about like SNES level pixel people. Oh, so it's yeah. not, you know. That's cute. Just people. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I've been on this whole thing recently. Where, like, I've gotten a lot of arguments about it, but it does blow my mind. Like, especially with does anybody here watch anime? Or like, okay, a few people, not really. There's like, like if you're the Sailor Moon's a super popular anime that like it was in America, right? And like everybody loves this show and shares all these pictures of these girls, in a large part because they do represent a lot of like positive things about women, a lot of like great like breaking a lot of great stereotypes. At the same time, they are incredibly fuckable 14-year-old girls that we all definitely discovered our queer side to and never really lost the desire to fuck them. And the people making the show knew it because in, to make them it okay that like you fantasize about it, when they transform, they magically age a little bit. <laughs> and then they go back to being 14 once they're done fighting. They get hotter and more fuckable. And they go back to be... And it's like, what? And the people are still just like, you know, it's like, I've never fantasized Dude. about a 17-year-old. It's like, get the, you love Sailor Moon. You told me that's when you discovered you were gay. That, you were masturbating to 14-year-old girls. It's like... That is every man's fantasy. Yeah. A child you can manipulate. And then yeah. she becomes a woman for a moment. You fuck yes. her. And she goes back into... I hate you all. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, my God. You are monsters. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm just saying be honest with yourselves about what you experienced and did, which is... I wish we still sent men off to war. <laughs> It was a better time. <laughs> Call the population or a dangerous jobs, but again, now everyone wants to end coal mine and stuff. It's like, well, how are we gonna thin the herd, people? <laughs> it's supposed to be like more women, and then, yeah. uh, guys, can we just get the matriarchy going? Can we? Is anyone? All right, we, our numbers be... need to be stronger before. <laughs> There were not a lot of women clapping for that. So they're like, mm, I'm a masochist. Yeah, they're in the Stockholm Syndrome thing. Yes, there's a whole Stockholm Syndrome thing going on between men and women in this species. We need a lot of therapy. Yeah, that'll be fun. How are y'all doing? Um, we've got... Is it time for the fetish? No, no, no. We've got some time. Uh, we, we've still got time, but I, we didn't know. Sometimes we do this and uh, people actually come and have questions. Sometimes they don't. But we just like have like five the ten minutes. The point is, is of, like, would anyone like to ask a question? Yeah, does anyone? We <laughs> don't always do gender. a Q and A, but does anybody have a question for us? Like about sex, about gender, about whatever's on your fucking mind, about weird things. And if not, it doesn't fucking matter, and we'll just move on. <laughs> okay, you're feeling vulnerable. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes. Stand up, whoever. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> How did y'all meet? How did? Oh well, we we met because we were doing stand up here in Austin, yeah. and we immediately you know saw each other's sets, and we're like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people don't trust you either. Your politics, perfect. <laughs> bad boy queers. Yeah. You know, I think. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, stand up, and then I ended up meeting Ariel, soon to be second ex-wife, and who was from a tiny town near mine. Because oh, yeah. I was like, I recognize your accent, and like, she was like, Yeah, where are you from? I was like, Bonham. Where are you from? She's like, 
Denison. I was like, get the fuck out. Like, and then that really like cemented like our close friendshipness because then like being tight with the wife, right? We'll That's why I always have and... to have a woman in my life. It makes me a more sympathetic character. <laughs> <laughs> On my own. <laughs> it's not go well. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anybody else? No. <laughs> Fucking cowards. What? Yeah, huh? Oh, Wait, how has stand-up affected how I present myself in the trans community? I'm not a big community person to begin with. <laughs> what trans community? <laughs> I, I, I tried it, and it's not for me. Uh, I just, I'm more of a solo to three people hanging out person, right? Um, but, like, it's... I've had to get better at, like, talking to trans people because of stand-up, because, like, inevitably, they're in the crowd. You know, we're everywhere. Um, and so, like... I talk to a lot of people after shows and I get a lot of like messages on Instagram that are both happy and sad, right? And like me, myself personally, I don't really want to talk to any of you. That's just like nothing against you. It just makes me super uncomfortable and nervous. Yeah. It's like, let's not talk, just put something inside me. Um, (laughs) It's not a defense mechanism. Um, But like, yeah, so like I've, I've had to like learn to kind of create this like not a fake persona but learn like a to adopt a certain like congenial persona when like talking to people in the trans community or whatever right it's not a thing i like doing but i also i don't feel like a really uncomfortable sense of responsibility when people message me and i hate it (laughs) like i wish it like when someone's like i just lost my job and i'm trying to transition i'm like I really just want to like keep getting high and watching the Matrix right now, but like, <laughs> I'll message you back, sure, right? Like, I'll, I can't not talk to you, right? There's some sort of like sense of obligation there. So that, so, but I, this, like, physically present myself hasn't changed it at all. I've just gotten hotter, so it's good for everybody. <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. Hmm? That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, should I answer the question? I don't oh, yeah. really remember. Don't yeah, how has comedy was. changed your relationship to the trans community, Ariel? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I just feel like I'm always afraid that trans or queer or whatever people are going to be mad at me for some reason. Um, Who could wonder why? <laughs> but, like, it's hard to... I don't know. Um, but, like, I continue to meet more and more, like, trans, non-binary, whatever, generic queer people who wind up really being cool... <laughs> and so it's been healing for me as like a pretty homophobic, transphobic person. Um, <laughs> you know, like I wrestle with all this stuff. And so like, and I, all this internalized shit, you know. And yeah, I mean, I keep meeting people who are cool and have good senses of humor and stuff. And so it's like, I work on my own stereotype of what trans and queer people are every day. And I'm just like, but I'm just always so afraid, you know. I'm, and it's because of fear that then I push people, you know? And so, um, yeah, I'm just, I've been in a process during this whole podcast for the two years now or whatever it's been of like all kinds of healing of my like sex negativity and my internalized sexism, homophobia, transphobia, you know? Um, and it's like, feel it really does feel like it's been so therapeutic for me and that I like owe Ava hundreds of dollars. <laughs> for real. 
Uh, no, really, if you listen to, like, we have been doing this for a while, but if you listen to the first episodes, like, a few years ago, it's like, Ariel is a fundamentally different person now. <laughs> so if there's, like, any, like, you know, proof in the pudding that if you just consistently berate somebody with, like, we should just all love each other and, like, not care about anything <laughs> and just, like, let people do what they want to do. Sounds like a slippery slope to me. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> that's where we started. <laughs> But now, now we're at the point where I've I'm got like, oh, air. slippery slope. Yeah, I've I got air. I'll be like, yeah, let's lube the slope up. Let's get down the slope faster. It's, guys, we're going down a slope. It's, we, we who's, who's ever hated sliding down a fun slope? That is... As this country water slides, slides down into the flames, we might want it to be a little slippery. Yeah. Let's start fucking. Just make it know. fun. <laughs> you guys do realize America's going to be over soon, right? Just, uh, cool. Okay, so we are wrapping up here, but every every week we do a segment called the Fetish of the Week, and this and so this is one that we haven't done. Well, I don't think we've ever repeated one. We might have repeated one once, okay. but uh, this I just felt like a good room for this, and so as the phrase "fuck the police" goes, um, <laughs> we just thought a fun fetish would be fucking cops. But Italy, not in a sexy right. way. Sexy. Like, you are railing police. Like, the police are the bottoms, and they don't like it. <laughs> Can I think about military people fucking the police because they pull rank or whatever? Oh, yeah. I like that. You like, it's all straight men. Bitch-ass little they... local authority in the nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have, like you know, superior or whatever, and so they get to... Because I always... That's what I love about Man on Man is, like, a a strict hierarchy of who gets to fuck whom because of rank, and then they just have to do it. Like, that's the universe. I kind of assume that's how toxic masculinity works anyway, like, in the military. In the Navy, that's how it works, right? Whoever has rank gets to... Don't don't tell me if it's not, because I... I don't want to live in a world where that's not true. I love it. I just like the idea because I do think it's sexy. Like I've had, because I have like a huge fear of like you know being trans and my license still looking like me five years ago is dicey, <laughs> and so getting pulled over, I'm always like, oh no. But in my head, I do like the idea of like the cop pulling me out of the car and then me like you know like grabbing his gun, and being like bend over, motherfucker, I'm like oh, I'll fucking show you, you know like. Like a comic book. There could be a yeah. good, like comic book thing. You know, how I handcuff him to his car and rail him and. Like one of those X-Men yeah. who's tired of being fucked with and he just starts killing the cops. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. <laughs> like a trance. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could do it if it wasn't like, uh, like a white dude cop. Like if it was like oh. a... Like the thing is, it has to be a white dude cop because it's anybody else. I'm yeah, like, it's you... intersectional problems, whatever. Okay. You probably deal well, with enough as is being part of the police white force. Male cops. <laughs> <laughs> only only cis white new Catholic cops. Catholic cis <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have watched a lot of like police hazing porn. Ooh, yeah. You know, that like they're in the class. police academy and uh-huh. like they like practice their like tactics on prisoners, but then like the prisoners like revolt and fuck the police. And Ooh. I just think it's sexy. There's something about a man in uniform crying, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, nah. It's <laughs> just kisses. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it, but only if it's like snuff where it's like really happened, like to a cop who like, but okay, first of all, I am not the most like fuck the police person. I actually think it's quite 
uh, a problem that we are living in so much fear of them because then they know that we're afraid and it's like a feedback loop. But anyway, I can't get into it. But I'm just saying, for the record, I do not hate the police. But I would love to watch, <laughs> you know, just like straight policemen being fucked by their prisoners. Sure, sure. Like most of them <laughs> are, you know, trading drugs and money. Like those ones, too, the prison guard ones. Yeah. They all seem bad. I think the prison guard ones are probably all bad. Yeah, all of those people. I don't know. What if, like, there was, like, a in, in some prison, there's, like, a prisoner that was, like, an ex-dominatrix or something or got busted, right? And so, But there's, like, a fucking, like, subby prison guard who, like, in exchange for, like, cigarettes, like, yes. this prisoner doms he them. He just, like, steps on his fucking face and shit. And just, like, all right, now give him my cigarettes and heroin, motherfucker. You know? There would probably be, a like, whole <laughs> ring a of people you who are. You fucking I bet a bunch of the guards would all be going in and out of that cell for that. Oh, yeah. It's probably very popular. That should have happened on Orange is the New Black. What a shame. Yeah. Laverne Cox. I would have fixed that last season real fast. Well, no one watched it. Did Your you story's it? distracted. Where is it going? I'll tell you where it's going. Sorry, I have some complaints about the last few seasons. I think you're the only one who it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. Here's the thing. Have you ever... Would you ever fuck a cop? I found out we got that fucking yes. tiny lesbian from Louisville was a cop. Which one? Oh, was no, you weren't there with me in, in South Carolina. Never mind, never mind. I got my oh. places mixed up. I, like, was, like, did a show in South Carolina for Charleston Pride and, like, met this cute, tiny little butch lesbian. I was like, oh, look at your little tie. <laughs> it was adorable. And, like, we, like, had a great time, parted ways. And then later on that night with other comics, saw them, and they gave me a ride. And, and I was like, Wow. This is a really nice truck. Like, they're taking some liberties with how they're driving and, like, cute, 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 very assertive, very, like, communicative and clear. And then, like, it all clicked later when they, fr like, added me on Instagram. Like, oh, you're a fucking cop. Like, that's why. Well, this so makes me feel weird. I don't know. I've just been, I've had too many bad run-ins with police to ever feel fully comfortable around them in any sort of casual situation. Yeah, but, I mean, right? she's on your side. I know. Um, well, supposedly. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'll say, like, it kind, operation. Of, it kind of seems hot to me to fuck a cop, honestly. Like, yeah, like, she'd probably be a hot, confident woman. But um, but when I see that on Tinder, I will be more likely to swipe right or whatever the one way is um, to know on it. Just because I assume we won't have as much in common, you know, like that they're yeah. just going to be like, I assume they're going to be just kind of a basic. I do lesbian. think it's kind of like perfect that nightsticks are just the right size to be fucked with. <laughs> Depending on like your not hole. Gonna, not gonna <laughs> lie. No, I'm just saying. Like this, well, is my only of? hole is per. Yeah, so. slide it in me. You know. know. Oh wait, it's got the little handle on it too. <laughs> like you're telling me this sawing oh, motion too. isn't beautifully turning you on? Just. <laughs> that's too big <laughs> for me though. And they're long, so like they can go just a little too deep and like. <gasps> I wonder if girl cops get slightly skinnier nightsticks, <laughs> so that then I could they could fuck me with it. <laughs> to look into it. They just like rubber band four chopsticks together. <laughs> just... Guys, I have a pathetically tiny pussy for anyone who doesn't <laughs> know that about me. It's useless. <sighs> oh, well, this has been fun, y'all. <laughs> Did y'all have a good time? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Round of applause for fucking cops in the ass. How about yeah. it? Also, a round of applause for Altercation and JT and all these beautiful people.
if y'all if y'all are in Austin or just have a computer, we we just got nominated for best podcast in Austin <laughs> for the second year in a row <laughs> somehow. We really want to go to this party. Yeah, so they throw a party for, for the winners, and like I kind of want to low key take some ass <laughs> and just like. I thought we were gonna do Molly. Oh yeah, Molly. That's yeah. right. <laughs> like wear some nice fetish wear and go to the best of Austin winners ball. Like. Hmm. <laughs> Aren't we important? <laughs> Anywho, yeah, go vote for us on the Austin Chronic website. It's like, in the politics and media section. Um, yeah, best podcast, whatever. Which either means we're involved in politics or we are the media. We are so political. <laughs> yeah, true. Thank you. Ew. Okay, <laughs> thanks, y'all. We're done. <laughs> Peace. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo Ha Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big... Asses. Woman of size is plus size, Latina, flawed, curvy, curvy, thick, queen, queer, fat, black, disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a hoo ha ha podcast. <laughs>